Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. I am joined by the ever-so-talented Jeremy Brenner, my co-host. Jeremy, what's going down? Jeremy Brenner. Well, while we let Jeremy get situated with what he's got going on, we are coming to you live, as we do after every single game, preseason, regular season, and hopefully postseason. And the Rockets celebrate their second win in a row. They, I'm not going to say manhandled. That may not be the greatest uh, term for tonight, but they certainly look good tonight defeating the Toronto Raptors for their second straight win to start off this preseason. Down three uh, projected starters tonight. Alperen Shangun did not play due to a dental procedure. Eric Gordon was out. Due to rest, Jabari Smith, the junior, was out. 
due to an ankle injury, not believed to be uh, serious whatsoever. But the Houston Rockets open up the post preseason going 2-0. and Very, very exciting times. It is possible, as Sean points out, that Jeremy could be in the drive through line at Taco Bell, and he is uh, distracted at this point. Uh, however, uh, hopefully he can get that situated here shortly. Until then, it is just you and me talking about all things Houston Rockets. Let's get to the box score breakdown. Once again, Rockets defeat the Toronto Raptors 116-100 to this evening. They outscored, uh, or excuse me, they got outscored in the first quarter 29-28. They outscored the Raptors in the second quarter, 37-27. to They outscored the Raptors 27-23 in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, 24-21. to So after the first quarter, the Rockets won every single quarter. You look at the Rockets starters tonight, Bruno Fernando, four points, 10 rebounds. Again, we've been calling his name for the past year or so. So good to see the Rockets at least looking like they are ready to uh, invest in Bruno Fernando, not only monetarily, but also playing time-wise. Great to see that tonight. Again, 10 rebounds. He was a force on the boards tonight. K.J. Martin came out like a bat out of hell. Jeremy, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's up, man? Sorry, glitchy app, glitchy app. But, oh, you're yeah. good, brother. I'm good. Uh, just break, Rockets just, win. Let's see it. Man, I mean, it's exciting starting the preseason off 2-0. I'm at this point where a win like this, I'm like, get me to the season already. I'm like tired of this. Like, we need these wins to count for something, man. Like, ugh, like yeah. I wish these games would just count. But, uh, you know, hopefully they'll also get the wins when they actually do count. And I think if they play – like they did tonight, they're in a good chance to do stuff. I totally agree. KJ Martin, 13 points. He had five rebounds. He was a plus 25 tonight. KJ was special tonight. Um, yeah, KJ, KJ, definitely. Um, I think, I think tonight, like obviously with Jabari not playing, great opportunity for him to step up and he delivered. And I feel like there is that kind of chip on his shoulder. You know, maybe he wanted to trade, maybe he didn't. He clearly is not too thrilled with his current role in Houston. But a night like tonight, when you're given that opportunity, uh, you got to take advantage of it, make the most of it. That's what KJ did. Yeah, and he showed tonight what he can bring to this roster and also uh, if he is indeed traded to another roster. Um, Jay Sean Tate, seven points. He had five rebounds, two of four from the field. He did hit his only three-point shot. So big night tonight from the team overall. Everybody played well for the most part. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, played well tonight. He had 15 points. Jeremy, did you see the the Kevin Porter step back at, towards the end of the third? I did. I did. Filthy. Very, that was filthy. Very, very much. It's a. It's an absolute unguardable shot. Like it's just, you know. You, like, as a defender, like, what are you supposed to do about that? Like, you got to just tip your cap and kind of just go back on on the next possession. I really have no no words for that other than that. I just – I liked I liked the 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 stare – the semi-stare down at the end, too, where he kind of stopped. He was like, bro, where are you? Like, what are you doing here? Uh, 
I thought that was pretty cool. Jalen Green, Love I thought it. played really well tonight. I think Ryan Hollins and Craig Ackerman made a good point about his game. His handle looks a lot tighter this year than it did last year. Um, 23 points, 5 of 5 from the three free throw line, 4 of 9 from 3. He also had 4 rebounds. He had 2 assists. Jay Green doing Jay Green things tonight. Absolutely. And I think, I think Jalen proved tonight that this is his team. And I know, I know you have, you have obviously Kevin Porter doing what he's doing. KJ Martin doing what he's doing. Tari doing what he's doing. We'll talk about Tari a little bit more later, I assume, but Jalen is him. He is him for this team. And he is, if he plays like he does tonight and can keep that consistency throughout the year, Sky's the limit for, for Houston. He will lead them as far as he can take it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if it's Jalen Green's team. In terms of like long term or this season? I'm pretty sure this is Boban Marjanovic's team. Well, I mean, I don't need to say that in order for that to be understood. I'm know. just saying, man. Like like we're talking about who's his who's his Robin. Like it's Boban and Robin and Jalen Green is Robin. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know what was going on inside of Toyota Center. I don't know if they were giving away like $2 beers tonight. I don't know if the crowd was just like, like, like as a group, just intoxicated beyond words. They were chanting Boban at the end. They're chanting MVP. And I loved every second of it. I love it. Love it. And, and honestly, like, it's just, this team is like, this team is, I just feel like, like, obviously the team's, like last year, there, there were fun parts about it. There were a lot of not so fun parts about it. This year, I think we're getting closer to that point where it, this is just a real fun team. This is probably the most fun team I think we've had since we were contenders, Mike. I, I really do believe it. Yeah, I yeah, I, I'm starting to come around a little bit, man. These first two games have gotten me really excited. I do think it bears mentioning it is only the preseason. And if you're listening to the show, I'm going to celebrate – this weekend, like it's the regular season, because anybody who has listened to this show, Jeremy, knows the pain we have been through the last two years. Allow me to be a little excited about preseason basketball wins. Yeah, but hey, if we lose, then it, I don't know her. What happened? Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, it it's, o- exactly, yeah. it's only preseason. Oh, who cares? It doesn't that, matter. That, that's the preseason rules. If you didn't hear yeah. them on the last podcast, I'm here to remind you again. But go and listen yeah. to the last podcast to get all of those rules. And go listen to all of the other podcasts that we do because this is episode – this is episode what now? Like, we've lost count at this point. Yeah, I think we're at like three – is it three? Three. Yeah, something. like 325, something like that. But Definitely not episode three. But, yeah, like it, it, we're hovering around – I'm looking it up right now. This is episode yeah. – oh, we're not in the threes. Oh, well, actually, okay. Okay, well, this we? is episode 246 of the Dream Take, but that does not include the 100 – Harden my take episodes. So yeah. this is you and I are coming up on 350 together though. Yes, yes. That's that awesome. Might be, that might um, be, wait, wait a second. So if tonight is 346, then we got how many more preseason games? 347. Three. 348. 349. I think we have three more preseason games after this. Yeah. So, so we'll hit 350. We'll hit 350 on the opening night, I think. <laughs> we need we need a dream take drinking game 
where it's like it's just things that we say about the show on a consistent basis. Like Eric Gordon should be, tra- yeah, oh, Eric Gordon should be yeah. traded. Shot. Uh, Steven Steven Silas oh won't God. make it through the year. Shot. Mike, 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 Mike. We can't be doing shots for all of this. We're, we're trying yeah. to stay alive for the. Oh, season, that's you know? true. Okay, maybe a sit. Eric- maybe a sit. Shot yeah, if we Eric win. Gordon- How about that? Shot if we win. Yeah, that's fair. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon should be traded. Shot. Steven Silas won't make it through the year. Sip of whiskey. Uh, yeah. All right. You know what? We're going to come in. We're gonna, I got this. I got you, Jeremy, by the next show. Um, Usman Garuba, two minutes, or two minutes, 15 minutes, two points. He had a, five rebounds. Tari Eason, who in all honesty, after tonight, if they don't put his jersey up in the rafters, I'm going to be a little shocked. I mean, how can you not like Tari? Oh. Like, how can you not love oh. Tari? Honestly, it's, he is just, Everything that we could have asked for in the 17th overall pick and more. Exactly. Like he is also him. We got some major him energy with this team, Mike. And I, I couldn't ask for more from Tari. And again, like we mentioned on the last episode, Tari's going to bully his way into this rotation. And he might even do more than that. Like he might bully his way into the starting lineup at this point. Um, maybe it doesn't happen right away. Maybe it doesn't happen uh, in... 10 days time for the game against the Hawks. But I am thinking sooner rather than later for Tari Eason to be in that starting lineup. It's, it's it, been said. There's no reason. It's been not, said on the show. There's no reason to not at this point. Yeah. Like I, I'm, you're running out of reasons to, to prevent this from happening. Like it's going to happen. It's only a matter of when, not if now. Yep. And it's been said on this show before by the all-star break, he yep. will be the starter on this team. Uh, Boban preaching it since before the draft. Yeah, Boban one minute three points stud. Uh, Theo Maladon he had five points, and I thought Theo Maladon actually looked. He had a nice little move about four minutes left in the game, coming across the lane. He had a nice jumper. He had five points. Garrison Matthews was horrendous tonight. I don't know if there's a word beyond horrendous, bad, awful, horrendous, horrifying. Uh, that describes the way he played tonight. Josh Christopher, 10 points, doing Josh Christopher things, having a plus five in uh, 19 minutes on the floor tonight. Deshaun Nix was not good tonight. Uh, and rounding yeah. it out, uh, Ty Ty Washington, 10 minutes, five points, had a steal, had two assists. Ty Ty Washington, man, I'm telling you, big on him. I think he's the backup point guard of this team. Good on Ty Ty. And I think, yeah, it's, I wouldn't say that. It's just difficult because it's like with Tari Eason, his roadblock is Eric Gordon. And you know Eric Gordon is uh, not for long for this Rockets. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But for but for, uh, but for Ty Ty, Dacian Nix is there. And while I do think that Ty Ty is um, outplaying Dacian Nix so far in the preseason – you do, a lot like, of time left. A lot of time left, and you, you can't just give up on Dacian Nix that easily. And you have to put into the consideration that he has more NBA experience. He has just, you know, there, there's just more to him. He's played at a higher level for longer, spent a year in the G League and a year in the NBA so, and uh, versus Ty Ty. So do I think that Ty Ty could – uh, overtake Dacian Nix today. I do think he has more upside, and I feel like at this point that's not really a hot take. But 
I also think that Dacianix, there's a lot that hasn't been uh, discovered yet with him. And I, and I am looking, I think the Rockets want to at least explore that um, in not just the preseason. I think it's going to be um, like throughout the season. I want to see what Ty Ty can do with some G League minutes. Like, I feel like once we see Ty Ty get the Dacian Knicks treatment where he's dominating in the G League and there's just no reason for him to be in the G League anymore, then we'll start seeing Ty Ty really compete for minutes against Knicks. And also injuries, like injuries play a lot into this. And I, and I feel like we underestimate that because, um, because it's just something you really, really don't think of, but to play 82 games in this NBA is really, really, really difficult. So people will get the chance as long as they are healthy, I think. Um, and it's just a matter of when, not if for Ty Ty, I think. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I would just like to see it from day one because we all know what's going to – like, Deshaun Nix is not the guy. That's just the way I feel. You know, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm – Yeah, I mean, the thing I'm, is – I'm though, just not like, there on him. I'm sure we'll kind of, like, go in this, into this position because, like, do I think Deshaun Nix is the starting point guard for the Rockets someday? No. Um, I, I can't say the same for Ty Ty really either because, look, if the Rockets, like, have a similar year to the past two years, fall backwards into that number two pick and Scoot Henderson's on the board that wipes out all Scoot of Henderson. that and what Kevin Porter's been doing almost or, or it demotes Kevin Porter to the sixth man or you play Scoot and Scoot together. How is that going to, is there enough room for two Scoots in Houston? That might be, um, Ooh, the two Scoot, the two Scoot backcourt. Scoot squared. Scoot the, squared. The, scoot the, squared, Mike. The scoots. You heard the it scoot first. scoot and boogie. The scoot scoot and boogie. Oh my god! I like it. I like I it. Like, T-shirt. I like scoot squared, but I I don't know. I mean, look, we we've got a lot of time before that happens, but you know, I think I think after seeing it this week, I'm sure you saw a lot of the uh, Vic scoot dialogue or the part of the game. I have. Um, yes. And my yes. goodness, like I mean. I wish this was well, like and the here's, previous year because then I feel like things would be a little bit different. But man, like it, it's well, we're going to see I, a tankathon like we've never seen before, and I don't know if the Rockets are going to be part of that. Uh, I would like for them to not be part of that because you know how I feel about tanking, Mike, and I, I think you feel somewhat similar. But I mean, to, it, knowing that that could be the gift at the end of the tunnel, and or the light at the end of the tunnel the gift for all of the suffering that we've suffered over the past couple of years. It, it might be. Well, worth I think, it, I think they might. I, I think, think only, yeah. it only might be worth it. Like that's all we know at this point. Well, I think they've played their way out. In my opinion, Oklahoma city is going to be the worst team in the league, especially without Chad Hunger. Like that team is not going to be any good. Yeah. You know, and I think San Antonio doesn't look good either. And neither does Utah. So I think you're going to be in a Utah. race for the bottom now, I think. Look, I do think that the the league as a whole, dude. There are so many good teams, especially in the East. The West, I think, is a lot more wide open. But there are so many good teams, and I don't know how many games the Rockets are going to win. You know, but I do think with what I've seen thus far through two games, I think the Rockets are going to be better la- this year than last year. I think that goes without saying. I think we're on the same page with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the Rockets will be better this year than last year. There's just more experience, um, and they have more talent. I mean, you have you have two top three picks in your starting lineup. 
Um, and like one of them, and like one of them could be an all-star this year. Like I really do think Jalen has all-star potential this year. Um, well, I, I had a joke there and it totally lost me. Um, but I like totally just floundered on the, I don't know why I thought that, but whatever. Well, well, while you think about it, I, I would like to, to, you know, Silas is out tonight too. I thought Lucas did a really good job of managing the game tonight. Yeah. And, I mean, look, I, I, I'm surprised we won, to be honest with you. I like, I mean, obviously like wins and losses, you sure. don't hold a whole lot of weight to them. Um, but, uh, I mean, look, you all, you take a win when you can get it again. But if this is, if this is a loss next game against Miami on Monday, I don't know her. It means I, there was no loss. Yeah. I did not see anything, but if you win <laughs> party on Kirby, like let's go. And I do like, I got to tell you just some other things I want to get your take on. See if you notice the same thing tonight. Tari Eason. I know we touched on it before, but man, do I love watching him, KJ, and Jay Sean Tate playing basketball. The defense is going to be a lot better, and I think that's what's going to make yeah. the Rockets a lot better is the fact that they are simply just like they're they're simply able to defend their opponents a lot better. And I think in offense too, like I'm really looking forward to seeing how they play in transition. I really think that's going to be a huge part of the offense this year. And like playing in transition, when you're getting these two-on-one opportunities or three-on-two opportunities, three-on-one opportunities, you have to find a way to make that work. And I think if the Rockets can really make that an emphasis, because their speed and athleticism is likely going to be better than their opponents on any given night, and they need to exploit that. And I think tonight they did that. Um, They had a lot of opportunities for their fast break. Um, I think Toronto had 19 turnovers, which is a lot. Um, you know, usually you probably wouldn't see that in, in the regular season, but I think that you got to take advantage of it. Let me see if I can find points off turnovers. Uh, I mean, they have 14 points on the fast break. Uh, they led by as much as 19. Um, you know, they could have, I think, I think the Rockets are going to need to make that a huge part of their identity this year. And I think if they do, watch out. Like, I really think the Rockets are going to, like, sneak into some, like, potential play in contention if everything goes right. If everything goes right, that's a lot. But I think if everything goes right, you're looking at play in contention. That's fair. I do want to get your take on uh, it's pretty cool that uh, none of the Rockets players uh, seem to want to beat the hell out of each other like what's going on in uh, Golden State, so that's pretty cool. So wow, a day where the Rockets look better than the Warriors, I'll take it. Oh, um, there's a lot that I want to break down. We could do an entire show on this Golden State situation. We really could. The first thing that I thought about was who in the world leaked that video because somebody's going to get fired over the leaking of that video. Ooh, it's mean, just an interesting hey. thing, man, because. I don't know too much about where were they overseas when that happened. I don't think so. Like okay. I, I think that was earlier this week. And the thing is, yeah. the whole the whole situation um, came out really quickly, and it, it made Draymond look like the bad guy. Um, I mean, and, and the video, the video, the oh. video definitely confirmed that. Well, well, see, I don't know. But from what I've heard about Jordan, because I did a little bit of research 
like behind this. And and Jordan Poole, from what I've read um, and and watched on TikTok and through interviews and all that, he seems like he's a trash talker. And and I don't mean that to like like say that it's a bad thing. Like it's part. So for some people, it's a big part of their game. And I think for Jordan Poole, it works for him. So I have no real issue if that's what he does. Um, and he's just a competitor. And I think that's part of why he helped make the Warriors uh, a champion last year. But he has a tendency to get into some guy's skin. And I can see Draymond, as a veteran, not liking the younger, like, the younger junior pool to kind of go at him. And I think also with Draymond trying to get this contract extension that he feels he deserves, which I believe he deserves as well. Um, you know, I can understand why Golden State might be hesitant to go and give mm-hmm. him out a contract. Because another thing, too, is like a big reason why they don't want to give Draymond that contract right away is because that probably knocks them out of Jordan Poole's free agency for next year. If they didn't extend, like they're they're kind of at a choice here between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. They got to, and the, the Warriors got to choose one or the other. It's very hard for them to keep both at this point, especially with Jordan Poole about to go really catch a bag, his first bag in the NBA. Who, so who would you so Who would you who sign? Would I sign? You got to pick one. See, to I'm me, gonna this say, is easy. I'm going to say – This is easy. I'm going to say if you want to keep your uh, contention window as tight as you possibly can for right now, got to go with Draymond. 100%. Because I think 100%. that you're less likely to find a replacement for Draymond Green than you are for Jordan Poole. And that's not to say Jordan Poole isn't a great player because he is. And he should get a lot of money. But I think the Warriors could find one of those three-point guru specialists, have him play next to Steph Curry, have Steph Curry mentor him again. That's what they've done with Jordan Poole, and they've turned him into a possible max player. I'm not saying that he is a max player, but there could be a chance that a team with a lot of cap space, Houston... Might make a move at someone like that, and so you you took the words right out of my mouth. Would you, if you were the Rockets, would you pull the trigger on a deal for Jordan, Jordan Poole in Houston? Do um, I? Yeah, I I do. I would take him in five I, seconds. I think I think depending on who they get in this draft next year, I think Jordan Poole yeah. actually would be a great fit for the Rockets. Um, as yeah. like as like a well, I'm talking guard. about trade. Like if, if, I'm talking about a trade. Oh, I'm not saying they're not going to trade him. No way. And they're not like, I don't think they, I don't think they trade him. Um, I think, I don't think they trade Draymond either. Um, I think what they, I think they got to hold out the year because he's so impactful for their core and for what they do. And I don't think you can just right before the season starts, I'll let James Harden trade him away and then ruin your, because like when, when Thunder traded away James Harden, that was absolutely the worst timing. Like you should have, if they were going to do it, they should have done it earlier in the offseason. But I don't think Jordan Poole's going anywhere, at least for this year. Uh, same for Draymond. I think they'll figure it out. This isn't the first time Draymond's gotten into it with a teammate. Um, and I do think that the Warriors, knowing that they can be as good as they were last year, knowing that they are probably the title favorites again, they will find a way to, to overcome this. I really don't think it's that overblown like I think some people might be making. It's still the offseason. It's still like let's find juicy drama time because we don't have actual basketball to watch this tonight. Although it was a glimpse of actual basketball, it wasn't actual basketball. The word on the street. The wind was is... totally true, though. The wind. Oh no! 
the uh, what's it called? The the word on the street is Draymond took exception to Jordan Poole calling him triple single. Like no, in the, there's no way that's true. There's no way that's true. I don't know, man. Like he was just going <laughs> at him because that's what that's what Charles Barkley likes to do to uh, to Draymond is call him triple single. He'll go for like seven points, seven rebounds, and five assists. So I don't know that to be the case. It really doesn't matter. But it was really cool to see the dysfunction in Golden State. I do want to touch on before we wrap the show up here. Um, Victor Wenbanyuma. I mean, yes. Adrian Wojnarowski. Big season here for Al Pete because if if the Rockets found the number one pick, Al Pete's time in Houston might be a lot shorter than expected. So that's really interesting that you say that because, I, yeah, I think so. It, the the Rockets would have a really tough decision to make on multiple fronts, I feel like. Because if you don't want to get rid of LP, which I, do, I would totally understand them not wanting to, could you play Shangun and Wenbanyama in the same front court? Not with Jabari Smith. See, that's what I was going to say was, you know, you put Jabari. Or maybe you could. That's I what mean, I was saying. I you don't know. Jabari, LP, and Wenbanyama in the same front court. That's that's scary. That's I mean, that's crazy. I don't know how that would Ooh. I don't know if that would work. Like I, I'm, I'm like trying to figure out. It, like it might work, but the thing is, I, I feel like this year because the Rockets are where they are. You have you have Scoot, Oof. you have Vic, you have Kevin Porter, you have LP. I I feel like we're gonna get really good years from LP and uh and Kevin Porter only because they are like it's this is like put up or shut up. Like this is a contract, and it's a contract year for Kevin Porter as well, and for LP. Like, I mean, it isn't a contract year, and, and I don't think this is a make or break season for him in the NBA. But I think it could be a make or break season for him in Houston, based on how things actually shake out. And it's going to come down to the lottery because I really think that, um, like, I really think the Rockets could go in a couple of different directions with the draft. But if Al, like, I mean, you're not going to say no to Vic because you have Alper and Shingun. It's just not going to happen. Even if Alper and Shingun has like a, you know, insane year, it's just not enough for the prospects of what you could get with Vic, you know, long-term. Yeah. I, I was having the, this, this conversation with a buddy of mine in the office today. And he's like, Oh, when Bonyuma is doing this, he's doing that. I'm like, yeah, he is. He's also doing it in the G league. But I do think that this guy is a generational talent. I think, I think this guy, I mean, Adrian Wojnarowski was on ESPN this week quoting, whoever gets this guy improves the value of their franchise by half a billion dollars. I, I don't know. Hey, I don't know about that. I mean, maybe. But yeah. I mean, look, look at this. 2003, there was LeBron James. 2023, yeah. there's Victor Wimbaugh. Like, I really think it's like, it's like him, Zion, and LeBron. And it's like those three are kind of in their own – here i think lebron might be a touch higher than those guys but i think if victor when bonimo was american i think he would be on that same level as like zion and uh like because well, i he think has, he's like, there now zion, i think he's there i think like, he's there zion now played at duke like he was you know played at the you know prestigious you know college team lebron was local and everyone was following him and all that like Vic, like very few people, like a lot of casual NBA fans still haven't seen a whole lot of Vic, but even the diehards, like 
most people didn't really see a whole lot of Vic's game before this week when they played in the G League Ignite showcase. So I think that we're going to see just more hype build up as the season goes on. Um, and it should be really exciting. I'm really looking forward to watching more of both of their games um, throughout the season as well as the Rockets. And I think I think they are monitoring that situation. I think the players are as well. And I think the players have a lot to prove this season, just individually as well and as a team. And I think when you have all of those combinations, like I feel like all of the puzzles, all of the pieces to the puzzle are starting to come together a little bit. We don't have all of the pieces yet, but I think things are starting to kind of maneuver their way towards what the actual puzzle is meant to be. For sure. I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship for tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us here on a Friday night. Rockets remain undefeated. And what I would say as an early title uh, aspiring team, Jeremy, uh, can we go that far after the first two games of the preseason? Aspiring team? Uh, Aspiring title team. Aspiring title team in the middle of the decade. Which is what I've stuck with for for this whole, you know, the Dream Take era, episode 246. 246 episodes of we're going to be good in the middle of the decade. And we're... We're in 2022 right now. It's about to be 2023. We're getting to that mid part of the century, or not the century. Well, I mean that as well. But actually, no, we're not. It's it's late on a Friday night. I'm just letting you. I'm just letting you. I'm just, I'm just letting you. I'm just letting you go, man. I'm just sitting back. You know what? It's fun time to be a Rockets fan right now. We'll leave it at my, that. My man. We will be back live here on Spotify Live Monday night after the Rockets' next preseason game. At the Miami Heat, that's a 6.30 tip here in Houston. So I anticipate us being live here on Spotify Live, probably around 9, I would say. But make sure to check us out on Twitter for all of those updates as they come. Speaking of Twitter, if you would like to follow the Dream Take, you can follow us at the Dream Take on Twitter. The mothership of the Dream Take is the Dream Shake. You can follow us there at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Jeremy Brenner, at J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow my co-pilot, Michael Brown. Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, on any day that ends in Y, you can head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, your happy final tonight inside of Toyota Center. Rockets win 116 to 100 over the Toronto Raptors. Until next time, Rockets fans. Go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Neil Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old. 
like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.